Hello, sweaty, nasty gamers out there. I'm just going to keep adding a gross adjective every time we open this show, and we'll Moist. see how far we get. Mo- oh, I hate that word. <laughs> last week you All said words that word. That <laughs> yeah, and I didn't, I didn't like that word uh, last week either. My name is Josh. I am one of your hosts of this podcast's Casual Sweats, the only video game podcast you need. The other voice you hear is Evan Small entering the chat. Super moist in here, boys. Oh God! Oh, you sports boys. It's gonna be. We did it. We're. This is a theme. This is gonna happen all episode now, and I hate it already. All right, we're done. Love it. I'm out. Uh, I'm excited, Evan. We got to jump right in because we have a lot to talk about, um, and I need to make sure that I'm saving my breath before we get to the E3 news speed run that's coming up. But. Before we get there, we're also going to talk about multiplayer games charging full price, uh, which I think we may have different opinions on. So that promises to be a heated discussion. Um, and then I think we're going to talk about a battle, a hypothetical battle. Before we do all that, Evan, though, you know what we have to do first? What games have we play- been playing? No, no, no. No, before we even do that, Evan, you know what we have to do first? What do we have to do first, Josh? Evan, we have to have our sports corner talk. Sports corner? I need, to, okay. I need to know about the sports. I need to know what's going on in the world of hockey. I need to know uh, what teams are good. I need to know if anybody else is doing crazy puck stuff. Get, give, me all the, give me the sports lowdown. Um, well, you came to the right place, audience, because uh, you're listening to somebody who knows just about as much of sports as he does video games. And keep in mind, I play about two <laughs> video games approximately every... Well, we're running on season two, so for about two years. I haven't watched any sports yet. Watched some highlights. Don't know what the outcome of those games were. But I think there's something notable that will actually tie into video games. A, UFC fighter, known as Style Bender. Israel Adesanya, absolute stud. He uh, defended his belt, crushed it. But Josh, you might appreciate this. He actually had walked out. You know, they do this big hype thing. They, mm-hmm. you know, obviously they walk out into the octagon, and he was wearing a Ghost of Tsushima mask. Oh hell as yeah! As well as he had the, uh, uh, what are the hats called? Like the samurai hat, basically. He okay. like took it off and set it down on his back and he walked out with like that, like, I don't know, it's like Very the, cool. the samurai mask, basically. So, and that's it for sports news here today. Thanks for tuning love in. Love it. The only gaming podcast you'll ever need. Yeah, man. Well, I, I, I do love me some UFC. Um, that is one sport that I have consistently enjoyed um, over the years. I like boxing too, but UFC is more interesting and fun. Um, there was a TikTokers versus YouTube throwdown youtubers throw down recently like within the last week i think as well um and that apparently was as stupid and sad as it sounds so so i hate it we live in the the like the worst things that the internet has ever produced have come within the last few months nfts jake and logan paul getting into boxing and ufc and tiktokers and youtubers fighting each other I hate it. It's time to shut it down. Can we let's let's Tyler Durden this shit and go back to zero and we can start over and maybe make something better. It's a lot. I think Fight Club had it right all along. Anyway, the world is great. E3 (laughs) happened. 
and we're going to talk about that stuff. But, Evan, now let's talk about some video games that we've been playing. What'd you get up to this week? Well, Josh, I changed it up a little bit. I still played my Call of Duty. I didn't play NHL, but uh, I did go back to Ghost of Tsushima, and I, that, that's why I found that article particularly exciting about Israel Adesanya walking was out. That just, was that just serendipity, or did that inspire you to go back to Ghost, or...? No, no. This is actually played the wow. game and then saw the article. And uh, I, I just wanted to get back into the Legends mode. So if anybody hasn't played it before, you can... It's actually... It's a really... A lot of fun, actually. So you, you basically, you've got your, your character, your online character. It's not the same one that you actually play with. But you end up doing like more of a... I guess like a, a relatively similar comparison, not from like a gameplay standpoint, is like... Uh, this is Call of Duty Zombies. You face endless waves of enemies. If you, that's the mode that you're playing, you could also do more of like a mission-based mode. But it's actually, it's, it's a lot of fun. You can customize your character as you continue playing. You can upgrade that character and, you know, get better special abilities or whatever. So that's a lot of fun. But uh, there's a lot of talks coming out now that they might actually continue to update that, continue to release new features as it relates to it. But that's the game that I've been playing. I've been trying to get other people to play that. So, Josh, again, second week, we got to play that game, Legend Mode specifically. Yes. But uh, honestly, you know, super original, not atypical or very unique to <laughs> my my typical weekly check-in playing Call of Duty still. And I am looking forward to the new season of it. Do you remember when that drops? It's soon, right? June... Is it 16th? I think it's 17th, actually. Is it this month? The only gaming podcast you'll ever need for <laughs> all of your information. But I'm pretty sure it's actually the 17th. Okay. Um, so, oh, I was going to say, so today, when people are listening, but when people are listening, and listening, it's going to be like last week. Yeah, but it's still the only podcast you'll but, ever need to know where to listen but, to. But, yeah. But you heard it here first, but <laughs> after the fact. But you heard it here first. You heard it here first a week later. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I, uh, a buddy of mine was just trying to talk me back into, uh, getting back into Warzone. So I, I don't know. I might, I think I, I don't even think I have it installed. So I think I'd have to install it. To, oh like, boy, you went that far. Again. Okay. Um, dude, it like every update was like 75 gigs or something. Like I kept having to delete games to install updates. And I was like, I like, eventually it's going to be the only game on my system. You know what's weird is so. I'm pretty sure that my eye involuntarily twitched when you said that the updates were 70 gigs. Like that literally <laughs> is something that pisses me off so much. Like yeah, oh, but why? but in all what of are those you doing? And I still gigs, can't jump over rocks. I was what just the, what say. are you updating? In all of those 75 gigs, there's still not a fix for being able to jump over two foot Man, rocks. People are now hiding in walls of train stations. What? By the way, I I don't know if that's still going. But what the heck? Like what, what clipping into walls. They're not clipping. They're like, it's a glitch. Like they're going into walls and killing a bunch of people out like that don't oh know that God. somebody would be in a wall because why would you why, expect that? Like, Yeah, why would you know that you could go into walls? That reminds me of, um, do you remember when they took all of the vehicles out for a while because helicopter, there was a spot over by the cranes, like by the port where you could take a helicopter like underneath the map and you could like still shoot people up on the map. I I don't. Again, I think that this new update is like a copy and paste. They just pasted it, painted it a different color. 
Like, oh, it's 1980s theme now. Like, how do you how do you miss that though? Like, I, I again speaking super out of my lane right now, but as a developer, how do you miss that? Like, I'm sure developers out there would be like, oh, you idiot! Like, you got to code all this or whatever. But it just it makes no sense to me. Like, yeah. how do you how do you miss that? And the fact that like especially with a game that's as popular as it is, there's no shortage of you know things being called out, but when you get enough people talking about one problem that's occurring within the game, like it is kind of baffling that like, ah, okay, we'll address that wink. Never gets right. addressed. Like we hear your feedback. Yeah. That's what they like. We're, we're listening to feedback. Okay. <laughs> sounds good. Thank you. But yeah, sounds great. I'll jump back into Warzone for sure. Sounds <laughs> Can't like wait. so much fun. Did you delete um, Ghost of Tsushima? No, that's still on my system. I was actually going to ask, did you ever finish the main story? No, I did not. One of the games that I put in the game of the year, and I still haven't finished it. It looks like I'm uh, you know, doing the same thing that you have and uh, not finishing I know, the game I've, here. So. I've infected you. Because I, I, like, the story is actually really engaging, and I was very skeptical because people were kept talking about like, um, it's kind of like a samurai movie, and it's like it's sort of Ubisoft open world-ish in that like, you can just go wherever on the map and like find like emergent mm-hmm. storytelling and like different missions and stuff. And I was like, I don't know, like it's, it sounds kind of boring. And then I started playing, it was on sale. So I bought it and I started playing it. I actually really like it. The story's pretty good, but I still didn't finish good. the story either. So well, a big part of it, honestly, is like any of those games, you, you know that you have to unlock a big portion of the map. Like you've got to explore those areas to do it. And honestly, it's been a bit of an investment that I'm not looking forward to. And that's part of what did it. Like I got to act three i believe so you unlock three different parts of the map and i got to the third one and as soon as i saw like how much of the map i needed to unlock (laughs) i was like i will be back and yeah it's been about a year so i haven't made it out of act one but like my problem is i get distracted with all this other stuff like the non-story stuff i know you can't put that shit in there because you're gonna want to do it yeah, I get obsessed with like chasing all the foxes and finding all the little <laughs> yellow birds and like, you know, writing all the haikus and all that like finding all the hot springs and all that stuff. Like I I get obsessed with all that side shit um and the shrines and everything else. And then I'm like, "Oh yeah, there's actually a story here that I should be following because it's pretty good." And I put, I just get obsessed with all the other stuff. I feel like games do need to allow and Maybe I'm wrong about this. I haven't thought about it a ton, but like I feel like games should allow a skippable element. If you've gone through it seven, eight, nine, thirty times, maybe just allow the skipping of it because like we kind of get the point. Like as you're doing a haiku, like do I really need to listen to him repeat the same thing that I just typed out? Eh. Yeah, yeah, probably not. That's yeah, that's that's this. I agree too. The that's this. Um, what was I just playing where they don't let you skip it? Oh, it was Ratchet and Clank, a game that I love, but like there are elements of that that I'm like, no, hate that. Don't do that. Wait for but this. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There's there's like sometimes in games you got to like stop doing that. Don't do that. All right. Josh, Bad I don't out. know if we could create a better intro. What games have you been playing lately? Sir? Well, surprise, surprise, Evan. I've been playing Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Holy shit, um, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, good old Insomniac Games has done it again. Um, I, I truly, truly love this game. I was just playing it earlier today. I took it, dude, I took a day off work. Cecilia's out of town. She's in Chicago. So I was a lazy sack of shit. I took a day off in the middle <laughs> of the week. 
I bought donuts this morning. I bought pizza this evening. Um, it was a, it was a good day. I have a little bit of heartburn and my tummy feels a little strange, but that's the price you pay for having a really good day off. So question, uh, what kind of donuts? Uh, it was just Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, I mean, like so flavor was fast. Oh, well, um, apparently there was a run on donuts this morning. So the only ones available were one Bismarck um, and the rest were Boston cream and jelly filled. But you bet your ass I still bought a dozen. Moving on. So. Now. <laughs> um, I do That's love your, the Boston uh, cream, but I was, I, was, segment. I was looking for a little more variety than that, but that's all they had, and I wasn't going somewhere else. So, But yeah, man, I, so I played Ratchet and Clank. Um, I've been playing it for a few days since it came out on the 11th, I think, um, and I was playing it today. I truly, truly love it. It recreates all of the fun and humor of like all of the Ratchet and Clank games that that people know and love. If people are a fran- uh, fan of the franchise, they know what I'm talking about. Um, it twists the gameplay quite a bit, um, which we knew going in. Like it's a, it's a PS5 exclusive. And so like their sales pitch for it was that uh, it does things with the, um, uh, not the hard drive, the other kind. Software? No, the other kind of hard, it's not a hard drive um solid state does things with the solid state drive that well, wouldn't be possible on like a ps at ps4 oh yeah i guess like disk drive versus solid state is is what i'm thinking it's still a solid state hard drive the only i don't know gaming podcast you'll ever need. this is the only technology <laughs> podcast you'll ever need um Watch but anyway so like unboxing of a uh, hard drive <laughs> there are there are things that they do in the game that um I, I don't know if it's actually true that it's it wouldn't be possible on a PS4, uh, but it would it would be you'd have to be more creative I think about doing it on a PS4. Um, okay. And then they also split up Ratchet and Clank, so like they're a dynamic duo, but in this game they're separated. As like that's not a spoiler; that's pretty well telegraphed in the name, I think. Um, and so, and then they introduce a new Lombax, which that's what Ratchet is. It's sort of like this fox. Uh, panda squirrel type of thing um, and so they introduce a new Lombax called Rivet and she's amazing I love her uh, and so you go back and forth between playing Ratchet or Rivet um, and so Rivet and Clank are together and then Ratchet uh, is like kind of on his own um, and he's doing his thing and it's a lot of fun dude It the, like it's a beautiful game it's really well animated it's super smooth um, it, it looks amazing. It's so bright and colorful. Uh, the guns, uh, and the different weapons have always been sort of like one of the main stays of the series. And, um, they're a lot, a lot of fun in this one too. There's a ton of them to collect, uh, and they all do different things. There's one that turns enemies into like topiary bushes. Um, so like you fire it and it just, it turns them into like this greenery, uh, and essentially like freezes them in place and then you can like bring out another gun and like kill them off and they, they're not moving or attacking or anything. Um, in like a, a couple games ago, I think there was one, um, call and that one's called the shit. I forget. I forget what it's called, but there was, there was another one a couple games ago that, um, it was, you would shoot disco balls and it would make enemies, uh, in a perimeter dance. And so they'd be like incapacitated because they're dancing. And so then you could like shoot them with something else. Like they do crazy stuff with weapons and it's a lot of fun. Do you um, think that like, 
I don't even know if this is a topic that we should go into and or cut from this, but so I was listening to a podcast before about the, like how tear gas has been used over the years. The reason that it became so popular is because it wouldn't actually kill people. Like it wouldn't put, it wouldn't create any blood is, you know, messed up as it is to say, but it would like disperse of crowds in public Mm -hmm. gatherings and help the current power system maintain control. Mm-hmm. If disco balls, like if a weapon from Ratchet and Clank that shot disco balls and forced your enemies or the other to dance, do you think that they would be using that right now? That's a great question. Okay, so this ties in the per- perfectly, Evan, to the sociology class that I'm taking right now. Because there's there's a few different approaches to sociology, one of which is functionalism and the other of which is conflict theory. So a functionalist, Evan, would say if that weapon existed, then it would be used because like society necessarily does what society necessarily has to do to get better and evolve. And so like the the pieces of society that exist serve a purpose and will serve a purpose for as long as they need to until the next evolution. And so a functionalist would say, yes, if that weapon existed, it would be used because it would be like it exists and it would be necessary. And so it would be used. Um, I think a conflict theorist would say no, because a conflict theorist believes that the power structures that are set up within a society are set up to benefit the powers that be uh and thereby purposely disenfranchise the the other or the you know the underlings the peons or whatever you would call them um and so i think a conflict theorist would say if given the choice between tear gas and a disco ball they would still choose the tear gas because it's more unpleasant it strikes more fear there are lasting effects to tear gas it's not completely harmless so depending on the view you take that that and that what i just did was a philosopher's way of answering a question which is to not answer the question but just to give you the perspectives that exist <laughs> welcome to the runner run around here um in, in my opinion I, if that weapon existed I, I i feel like i i fall on the conflict theory side i think i think military and police forces would still choose to use tear gas because it's a more unpleasant option. I would agree with that because uh, if people just are really good dancers and it forces them to dance, they're just going to get a crowd. You know right? It. It's, I'm gonna it's just going to be even better. Money into like their hat that <laughs> fell off because they can't control how they're dancing. And like, it just, you know, hat falls on the ground. I'm like, God damn, that person can move. Take my money. Like, right. And now all of a sudden... But you yeah. couldn't because you would be dancing too. Well, I guess if I'm near the disco ball, it depends on the yeah. radius, I guess. If you're in the area of effect. Yeah. Look but the more effective weapon, Evan, I think would be the disco ball. Because you can't be mad if you're dancing your ass off. Like, how? how when have you ever been mad while you're dancing? There's I don't a, dance very often, but I've never been mad and dancing at the same time. There's certainly a relationship between the mind and body. And things like breathing can actually impact how you feel. So I get that, you know, 
I'm a terrible dancer, so sometimes I get anxiety. Me too. I'm thinking about how bad I'm dancing. But, uh, you know, there's a part of me that likes to believe that I got some moves and grooves. But uh, if I'm honest with myself, I don't. So I'd probably be, like, you know, a little embarrassed as I'm doing this thing. And be like, I hate you. Why did you shoot that disco ball gun? Well, I, I, I think, Evan, that if we lived in a world with a disco ball gun, I would like to think that you and I would choose to use it. Against if each not. other, one thousand percent. If you came over here right now and you're like, "Yo, bro, long time no see," I'm What's shooting up? you with a disco like, ball boom, gun. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> no, no words at all. You wouldn't that. even greet me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch Josh dance oh, for about man. five minutes here. But yeah, Ratchet and Clank is a is a really it's a really fun game. the The only problem. So speaking of like um, things I don't like, the the checkpoint <laughs> system is a little. It's a little janky to me. Um, it'll start you like way back at the beginning of a sequence um, every time you die, and you have to either like travel that distance again, or you have to watch that dumb cutscene again. The dialogue also happens over and over again, and it's dependent on the area of the level that you're in. So even if you've already heard that dialogue before, and it's usually relative to the story. So like Clank, you know, you're you're carrying around this little robot in your back and he'll say something about like, we have to get this part for this thing or something. Um, and he's already said it. You've already heard him say it. But like if you go if you do something else and then go back to that area, he's going to say it every time you're in that spot. Um, so that to me seems a little weird, too. There's there's some things around the edges that are a little rough that I would not expect from an Insomniac game, given like the games that they've put on, the other Ratchet and Clank games that they've put out in the past. Um, as well as, and not to mention, like the Spider-Man games, like which are immaculate, I think. So it's it's strange to me that those things exist. And then like um, sometimes you'll clip through uh, pieces of the environment or, you know, like weird other little glitchy things will happen. Um, so that stuff's strange to me, but it's not like game breaking at all. Um, and it's still a really fun game. And they make really good use of the PS5 controller um the haptics are just subtle enough to be amazing uh and the triggers feel really good too so well i mean that's a big part of the game too like um, mistakes are inevitable but uh not even mistakes you're gonna find oversights basically there's there's gonna be aspects that you're not gonna catch immediately as a developer i'm sure as i should on call of duty for you know two seasons (laughs) you're not gonna uh, be aware that that a helicopter could you know just go completely underneath yeah. the map uh but you know you find these things out yeah so. but it is a beautiful game like the character models are amazing super detailed like down to the fur like it's very very detailed so i'm enjoying it a lot um and then just before we hopped on the podcast actually something that came out of e3 that i don't have on here but i was just playing it bef- right before we hopped on was a demo for stranger of paradise final fantasy origin which is a souls like final fantasy game i could not be more excited about it it's amazing the demo's so good um it's entirely final fantasy and entirely dark souls so it's two things that i love so so much um and it's really good and it's so hard i got i've gotten to the boss which i assume is the end of the demo i've taken like 10 runs at it so far and i can't beat it but it's really good that's dark souls so um, it's really good. I'm looking forward to finishing that. When does Final the, Fantasy call it quits, though? <clears throat> are they um, 17, 18? What they're about right to now? release, as as far as like mainline numbered games, they're about to release 16, but they've released a lot more than 16 games. 
in the Final Fantasy. I imagine series. there's a group of people that still play those games, hence why they're releasing it. Like, what in the heck, man? Like, you're well, on 16. The, the advantage that they have is that no game, it's not a continuous story, it's more like an anthology. Like, they all exist. The, the connective tissue is, um, the style of storytelling, the some of the style of gameplay, um, some of the mythology, uh, and then sometimes characters will show up in multiple games, but they're not the same character, and it's not the same story, and it's not the same world. Um, so it's more of an anthology thing. So like the advantage they have is that they don't have to figure out how to stretch the story further and further and further. They're all separate stories. Um. But yeah, I mean, they released the the first Final Fantasy game was on the NES back in eighty seven or eight, something like that. So, I mean, it's been around for years, and they've had good ones and bad ones. Final Fantasy thirteen was arguably a bad one, although I still enjoyed it. But you know, I don't know, man. It, like, they're still selling like hotcakes, so I don't. I don't think it's going away anytime I know, soon. Man. I'm the, definitely the outsider on this one. Haters gonna hate, but you know. I mean, my my favorite game of all time is Final Fantasy Tactics, which is like one of the fringe. It's not one of the numbered games, which is why there's probably closer to like thirty something. I somebody oh out there will know. Oh my god! But, stop. Yeah, Tactics is great. It's it's turn based, isometric RPG. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, it's no, really, really good. What that means, but uh, so it's it's like that like top down sort of angled view, and then like movement is like based on squares on a map. It's not just free movement. It's great. I love it. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the demo that I played. And then Evan, we're still playing fucking D and D, and we won the fucking tournament that I was telling you about After last that. week. Sick concert. Oh man, it was so good. It was tense. Like so, you know, it was it was it was close it was neck and neck we won the tournament and then evan disaster struck we were Uh-oh. we were set to win a thousand gold pieces for winning this tournament uh what does that mean uh you know obviously that's a currency of some sorts but yes. how much is that and so you know. gold is like the highest tier of currency um so there's like gold silver copper essentially in the D world okay um and so it's like dollars quarters you know nickels are like you know it's it's like 10 silver is a gold 10 coppers is silver um so gold's like the top okay tier. but um so like if we walked into a tavern just to give you a, a sense of the scale if we walked into a tavern and we wanted like ale and some food it would cost us like four copper okay. um so like that's that's kind of the scale of the monetary system so gold is like that's a big deal so we were set to win a thousand gold which like if we like did a bounty mission or something like that we would we would get maybe 200 to split amongst the party for like any other mission so this was a lot of money at stake right and so like we we got in we fucking won and as soon as we won this sorcerer comes out and fucking blasts the grandstands and kills like most of the nobility that's sitting there they like the security there grabs the duke and rushes out the duke is like the the person in charge of the entire city he's like the top dog in the city so they grab he makes it out alive they grab the duke rush him out and then this like that that magician disappears and somebody else arrives on scene and accuses us of causing the explosion 
and we're like we're the outsiders so now people are like well obviously it's fucking them like they, they arrive and then this terrible thing happens so we didn't even get to collect our winnings and now we got to fucking run for our lives because the guards are going to chase us for murdering the nobility in this city oh josh i haven't heard the <sighs> other side of the story here from the magicians so i don't know if i well, can pick sides quite yet you know what this is did you murder our the pod- person all right. Did we, you murder all of those uh, noble uh, people? Okay, we okay we did it. But you, don't, you do, you're not supposed to know that. You heard Nobody it here first. Supposed to know that. So, no, we really didn't do it. We don't know what's going on. But now, like the fucking yeah, wink, wink. <laughs> but now, like we're not gonna get our winnings. Like we did all. We spent days in the city, like trying to get into this competition so that we could win gold. Uh, and now we're not going to get to collect it. Now we're going to be on the run. So uh, I feel bad, man, because that actually, you it's know, crazy. a lot of time in the city. That's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's not the greatest city either. We're like, you know, it's fine, but you know, we were only there for the tournament essentially. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens, but it's still very exciting. Uh, I love D and D very much. So dude, we should. Okay. One of these weeks, one of these weeks, I should run like a little mini D and D session for you to show you what it's like, and then you would know if you like D and D or not. Yeah, I'm very much on the outside. I have no idea how this thing works, what the currency is okay. like, what you need to do. All right, I don't one even of these. Know if you're, uh, what's the name of like the person that like runs the whole thing? DM. Uh, his name's yeah. Oh yeah, oh, that, the yeah, dungeon I, master, the DM. The the DM. Did the DM set this whole thing up? Yeah. Oh, that son of a bitch! You got to get rid of the DM. I know, man. He every at every turn, he's like torturing us. Essentially, yeah, dude, he's that's such a fishy. Yeah, but you're into it, that, no, right? it's a lot of fun. It's like it creates, you know, it creates the tension and the intrigue and stuff like that. And so, yeah. it's great. I love it. But yeah, one of these weeks, Evan, I'll have to run like a little mini session for you, and we'll see. Please, we'll see if it's something you're interested in. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been playing. Uh, still having a lot of fun. Um, Evan, do you do you know what that brings us to? Are you ready? For I know it? you're excited. Evan, that brings us to E3 again, the topic of the show, your favorite thing in the world, your passion I, in yeah. life, the thing that you wait all year chomping at the bits for. And, There's... and it's, it's, it happened. It's we're, we're just on the other side of E3, the 12th, 13th, 14th and 15th. And so here we are. And what an E3. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, had you not said that this thing occurred, I, I totally would have known, and you and, I, and I would, would have, have known all the things exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, John. but Evan, I appreciate you letting me talk about E3 because I know you know everything about E3. But I, I appreciate I you do. You know. as a fellow enthusiast letting me talk about E3. Um, and it's it's very gracious of you, and I, I very much appreciate it. You're very welcome, Josh. And uh, I definitely don't have a timer set already for your. Uh, upcoming speed run here okay but, here uh, we go all right we're gonna do we're gonna do an e3 news speed run i gotta take a deep breath <sighs> all right here we go and go day one started with an address from stan pierre louis blah 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 covid unprecedented times blah 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 pandering to vendors and attendees yada 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 the e3 hosts are rocking razor blade laptops which i love because i own a razor blade laptop and it's amazing and i love razor and that's great t-pain asked people for candy um, apparently he's going stir crazy at home. Yes. I said T-Pain asked people for candy. That was a thing that happened. 
Um, it was a very strange start to E3. Ubisoft Forward was on day one. Ubisoft is the developer of games like Far Cry and Raving Rabbids back in the day on the Wii, if you remember that game, and Assassin's Creed and a bunch of other things. Um, it started off with game characters just walking, just walking and walking some more and nothing happening and just walking. Literally, Evan, I scrubbed through about 20 minutes of footage and it was just a game character walking so far. Many miles in game, just walking, and that was it. Um, and then they moved on to some resident, uh, re- wow, resident Rainbow Six extraction uh, footage and gameplay, which we haven't really gotten a lot of, you know, uh, rumors and stuff about yet. Uh, but turns out it's operators versus aliens, essentially. Uh, it's like three player co op. Um, that releases on September 16th. looks pretty cool. Uh, Rocksmith is coming back with Rocksmith Plus. I don't know if you're familiar with Rocksmith, but Negative. you play real-life guitar instruments. Um, like, before, you would hook it up to a console, and you would play a real guitar, uh, and it was sort of gamifying guitar lessons, and it was really cool. I own the one for the PS4, um, but this is also for PC uh, this time around, and it's got some new features and stuff like that. I should get back into it. I'm very excited about that. And then Far Cry 6, baby! Um, Giancarlo Esposito, um, of, uh, Breaking Bad fame and a lot of other things. He is amazing. Uh, and he's terrifying and he's charming and charismatic and he's the perfect villain for this game. And I'm so excited. If you buy the season pass, you also get to play as past villains from other games. You get to play as Voss from Far Cry 3. You get to play as, I can't remember the guy's name from Far Cry 4. And you get to play as the cult leader from Far Cry 5. And it's very exciting. And it also includes Blood Dragon Evan, which is a game they released. Uh, Blood for, Dragon? Yes, which is the um, the game they released after Far Cry 3. Uh, it's like the vaporwave, like very uh, retro punk um, game, lasers and like metal dragon Godzilla type things, and it's it's super cool. So I'm excited about that. Um, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands from Gearbox. Gearbox was the next next developer with the conference. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is a, a breakaway, a side thing from Borderlands. Um, I love the Borderlands series, and Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is D and D and Borderlands mixed. So the game is Tiny Tina narrating like a D&D session essentially. And so you're playing in that world uh, that she's narrating that's coming in 2022. And I'm very excited about that too. Far Cry 6 is like right around the corner. I think it releases in November of this year. Um, well, I've got mistaken. about five games to catch up to. So sounds good. So, oh, it's so good. Dude, we got to play Far Cry. What did we buy? Four? Not a clue. Four. Or three? Sure. Four? Let's go with that. Josh, we gotta you got to jump into it. You got, and it's a lot of fun. You got Fuck. one and a half minutes left. Let's go. Fuck. Day two, Naraka Blade Point is a melee-based uh, um, uh, battle royale, and it looks really good. It releases on August 12th. Xbox and Bethesda. Starfield is Skyrim in space and a Han Solo simulator. That's a direct quote from Todd Howard. Footage was alpha, which seems weird because it's launching next year, but it's an Xbox exclusive. It looks pretty good. Battle tw- Battlefield 2042 is multiplayer only in its full price. You get up to 128 players. That releases October 22nd. 12 minutes is a time loop game. It's got James McAvoy, Willem Dafoe, and Daisy Ridley. That's crazy that they got those great actors. I'm really looking forward to that. Halo looks like Halo. Moving on. Square Enix. Matt Mercer of Critical Role fame, a D&D podcast, narrated. They're making a Guardians of the Galaxy game, and it releases on October 26th. I'm very excited about that. Final Fantasy Pixel Remastered brings Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 back 
in their all their glory, but it's only releasing on PC and mobile. And what the fuck are they doing with Final Fantasy? Give it to us on console, you morons. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin releases in 2022. I'm very excited about that. Already talked about it. Day three, Verizon bought 40 minutes to talk about 5G. What 40 fuck? minutes to talk about 5G. Razer had a conference. They're making a lot of crazy things, including a face mask, Evan, that is RGB. It's light up. It's got interior lights and it's transparent. So you can see people talking while they're wearing it. It's got replaceable air filters. It's great. Nintendo's coming out with another Metroid game, Metroid 5. This is day four. Um, it's coming out on October 8th. Uh, and then E3 Awards, Evan. The E3 Awards were sad. And this, I'm, I'm right at my time, aren't I? We'll wrap up. That's time. Dude, I made it so close to all doing all of the lists that I had in that five minutes. And that's pretty good. I'm actually impressed. I really I'm impressed think, too. Because you went through day two through day four. Again, you know, the majority of the the, the meat in this. And you made yeah. it. Yeah. I, I'll give this to you. That was, that was good. That was good. The e, I, I'll, just, I'll just wrap up by saying the E3 awards are really sad. Um, and the fact that that wrapped up E3 this year made me a little sad let me ask e3, you though. e3 was not as good as i was hoping it would be this year if i'm honest but let me ask you though what what are why are they doing e3 so e3 awards is that e3 awards for who won based on their announcement because <laughs> that's kind of what it seems like that's a great like, question nobody's that's ever the- played these games <laughs> and they're giving awards out already like yes. that's a great question that's the question that i was asking and here's how they awarded uh apparently they had um viewers and attendees and a panel vote um and so the games that i've got listed here are the most anticipated games from e3 from announcements and to qualify you had to have announced more than one game um in order for like one of your games to qualify so it's why? most anticipated games. Why is that even a thing? That, that's not even a- I don't ah who knows and some of these choices are so stupid but um, so it's most anticipated games and then they awarded best presentation and then uh, most anticipated game overall. So it's like most anticipated games from individual developers, best presentation overall and most anticipated game overall. So most anticipated game overall, I don't fucking understand, but it was Forza Horizon 5. Yeah, great. Um, Another racing game. You're going to go in laps. Cool. Yeah, I mean, those Which games great are great graphics. I, yeah, those games, games are beautiful. They're solid, but it's just it's just the it's the same updated game every year. Like I don't I don't mean to be that dismissive, but like it is. It's it is. Horizon every it year. Is. You're driving a, it's it's nasty. Um or I'm not sorry. every year, but like however often they release it. And then the best presentation, I don't think this is a surprise to anybody was Xbox slash Bethesda. Oh, well, and I, really I do think exciting. they had the strongest nice job, presentation Jesus this year. Christ. But yeah, man, I, I don't know. Uh, it was a little bit of a letdown. Nintendo saved day four for sure for E3 um, with Metroid and Breath of the Wild footage. But I don't know. I like I think it's going to be around for at least one more year, Evan. So next year we'll get the chance to go. Uh, but We're I don't know how much longer. The endangerment of a, a gaming speech series species. Yeah. Yeah. Like. We're actually, I, honestly, like, especially after this. So last episode, we were it's talking on the brink. about how, yeah, last episode, we were talking about how you think that it's, it's go, or you were mentioning how you think it's no longer going to be a thing at a certain point. <clears throat> yeah. And after this, I've, holy shit, if it's, if it is a thing, I'm good for you. Way to keep this thing alive. But holy yeah. crap, you need a lot of environmental support to keep this guy going. Yep. Like, yep. I mean, as evidenced by the fact that Verizon bought 40 minutes. 40 minutes, 40 minutes of E3 time. So 
just to how give you a reference point. There? Yeah, like how, I, okay, how does, I didn't. How did I, I have to be honest. I didn't watch all of the forty minutes because it was well, literally Verizon just saying five G so many times. Um, what was it? It's five G. So you know okay. how there's like you know Thanks different bandwidths and there's like you know uh, you know there's the so it's the it's the four, so it's not you know, like there's three like four, four, but it's yeah it's it's like tiers and so okay. there's like one two three four I but I don't what know where one four? two one and two went because we started at three G and I don't know where one and two were, but apparently we passed those. And so now we're at there's four G is pretty ubiquitous. And then Verizon is, is saying that they have five G, but also I'm on AT and T and they apparently also have five G. Yeah. And T-Mobile who is like apparently OGs of five G. Yeah. The original G um, all the way through five G. So, but yeah, they have five G's now. They don't just have four. So, well, I'm glad they paid, you know, whatever amount for 40 minutes because we wouldn't have known. That's what I was going to tell you. So to give you a reference point before, before, like weeks before E3, there were documents that came out that were essentially like told, um, told us what E3 was charging and like some of the deals that they were making with like vendors and people that were going to be there. Mm-hmm. Like these developers were paying, it's, it's like six figures was oh the number that God. came out for like spots at E3 to be to be part of this conference, which is why like people like Sony, like companies like Sony, are like we don't need that. We can just do our own thing. We're better and, than and you. get the same rich, or the, yeah, the same reach. <laughs> same <And> rich. So, <laughs> yeah, the, the same rich. Um, no, they can get the same reach. Like, that so, too, though. Like they can yeah. get the same rich. We'll make that bank. We don't need yeah. you. So Verizon, I, you know, and I, so I don't know if that was like six figures for like a two hour conference. Like some of them had like two or three hour conferences. Um, and Verizon's is only 40 minutes, but I mean, it's still a really big chunk of change, uh, to just talk about 5g. And then they like, they were like, and here's how it applies to video games. Um, Oh, Hey Kermit. And Jim Ryan, Jim Ryan's back. Shit. Uh, welcome Jim. <laughs> but they were like, here's how it applies to today. <laughs> He's just a regular caller now. Um, but they were like, here's how it applies to video games. And they were like, here's, you can use it for like high speed gaming in tournaments. And you get like, we're supporting uh, the, the competitive gaming scene and esports and like all this stuff. Like they were just, it was nonsense for 40 minutes. It was crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's, I'm going to play on 5g. Cause I guarantee that experience is going to be so damn incredible. Thank yeah. you on my cell phone. While while I hit my data cap that every yeah. cell phone company has now. Too. Sorry, I can't text you anymore. <sighs> I capped out on my uh, limit here. Yeah. Holy shit. It was insane. Um, I'm so sorry, Evan. guys. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Um, <laughs> All right, bye, Jim. Evan, let's let's circle back though <laughs> to one of the points uh, in E3 from day two. Let's circle back to Battlefield 2042, Kevin, because I have a question for you. When there are games like Warzone, with all its problems, okay, when there are games like Warzone and Fortnite and Apex available to the masses for $0, is it smart for a company, even a company as big as EA, to release a game like Battlefield 2042, which is multiplayer only, no single player, 
at all in the game. No campaign at all. To release a multiplayer-only game for full price and expect to compete with free Battle Royale games. Full price being 60 bucks, right? 60 bucks for PS4 and Xbox One, 70 for PS5 and Xbox One X, or Xbox Series X. Um, well, let's start with this. <clears throat> Do you think people will buy it? Absolutely. Then that's what they're looking at. Like I've, I've heard people talking about like, oh, 128 player multiplayer. That sounds really cool. And so I'll buy it. But I don't know. Like this is a game. This is so this is my this is my example. This is a game that I would absolutely play and would probably even spend money on at some point if it was free. So I would almost now I would almost absolutely spend money on it. I absolutely will not spend money on this. I will not pay full price for a game with no single player content that is only multiplayer when games like Warzone, Apex and Fortnite and whatever else exist. Like I can get that same thing from those other games. I'm not getting 128 player multiplayer, but I'm getting you know like what's a Warzone match? Like 100 100 players, 120 like around in there. Somewhere or, in that you know, sometimes less, but whatever. So, like, I can get the same thing from other games for free. Well, I, and, knowing... like, it's it's not going to be the exact same thing, but, like, I just don't understand the logic. So, like, well, they'll, they'll get zero of my dollars instead of, like, $10 every couple months or something. Does well, that make sense? Yeah, 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 definitely. I, I do think that multiplayer games, and specifically games like that, they update the game enough to the point where you're getting almost almost a new game each time. You at least get a change within that. However, a lot of times the reason that those games become popular is because they were what they were, and they change over time. So there's a certain level of the audience that's going to leave because those games change. So does it make sense to keep a version of that game i know nothing about costs to run servers for those other versions if you will but like to me it's like you are getting a new game in some regards you get different modes you get different aspects of the game you get different maps i know it's somewhat of a facelift between each of those yet you're getting something slightly different throughout that in different types of content within those games in that regard i'd say yes charge away you're, if you're offering some type of new aspect to that game, then yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Like I would pay for that because you're not playing the same thing. You play a campaign and you experience like this plot all throughout its time. You're seeing the change of that plot and you get to, in some ways, participate throughout that. But if they're doing shit like Fortnite, if they're doing shit like Warzone, I honestly, I don't know if I'd be willing to pay for that. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, like, you could you could almost make the same argument about Warzone, right? Like, they've they've added different modes and they do limited time modes and things at certain times. Um, and like, however meaningful or not meaningful the changes are, they'll change things about the map sometimes, right? And they'll like they rebalance weapons, and then and then there's like all the dumb shit like skins and whatever other bullshit and added characters. But like, so that game changes fairly significantly over time and like it's different things at different times but it's free they're not charging for that 
Good now, point. like, there's a lot of microtransactions, and so like, I so this this is what I'm saying. Just a few, you can get the rose skin and not and have anybody <laughs> and then, see you at all. I think all. just be invisible always. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Yeah. Did I did they nerf that? I thought they were like working on that. Is they that still said a problem? they nerfed it, but holy shit, I literally still landed a on a rooftop and had no idea the person was there. Watch the replay, still have no idea how that person was there. Like it yeah. makes no sense to me. Yeah, here's the thing about that. There's no incentive for them to change it because people are buying it. So So why not charge? Because people will buy it. Battlefield 2042. Like there's a bunch of people getting hyped about it, just being able to jump out of an airplane and shoot an RPG at another plane. Oh I would so be, exciting. I would be willing to bet though, Evan, that they would make more money by making it free and doing microtransactions than they will charging full price for a game. Which if you're charging full price, there's a there's infinitely less justification for microtransactions behind a paywall like 60 or 70 dollars than there is behind zero paywall and then being like but if you want these skins or if you want this character you can pay for the season pass or you can pay like on an individual basis or something like apex does honestly i think we're in somewhat of agreement initially when i first thought about this i'm like yeah they changed the game it's not the same game over time kind of is and i i mean like well like you're, you're literally like that to your point Who's the audience though? Let's go back to like, or let's let's like kind of reset. Who's the audience? Chances are it's probably probably kids, probably kids or people that uh, for for Battlefield, you mean? In general, like oh. Fortnite, Call of Duty, and not, it's not all kids, obviously. But I mean, like the fact that the fact is, is like there's going to be a large portion of the audience that is kids, and they're not. They have an argument by saying the game was free. Yeah. If they don't have that argument, the game was 60 bucks or 80, 70, whatever it is. I already paid that money. I'm not going to mm-hmm. give you money, Timmy. Like, fuck you and your game. <laughs> I didn't want to have you. You were a mistake. You're going to be such a good dad, Evan. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I know. Delaney's <laughs> listening, I'm sure. She's probably like, oh my God, I got to up my birth control here. Um, She's like, I'll take two every day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll have two. <laughs> Yeah, I I mean so like but here's the question cuz you play Warzone all the time. This like is true. would you like is this something so like does the idea of 128 player multiplayer and you know jumping out of planes and RPGing another plane and then landing back in your plane which is an actual thing that happened look at it it's the most it's insane so thing you stupid. will ever see. it's so Thumb crazy. Dude, it's that's like such an iconic moment. Nerds can fuck off that's such an iconic moment that that was in the trailer for battlefield 2042. Like they, they replicated that in this trailer. Yeah. That was like the first um, part of their trailer. Yeah. So like as somebody that plays Warzone all the time, does, does all that stuff appeal enough to you to pay $60 for this game in order to play it? Or are you like, well, I'm kind of, I'm scratching that itch already with like Warzone or whatever else. I, I don't know. I, I change with times at certain points. Like if there's a certain, if I have a bunch of friends that are playing the game, I might. But I, I said the same thing about uh, Black Ops. I heard a bunch of shit reviews. Like the, the mechanics are super different. So what you've been used to is going to be a complete change when you go into it. Are you talking about Cold War? Yeah. With Cold War, uh, Black Ops, Call of Duty. And every one of those people I wish I listened to 
because the only reason I jump into that, which I did enjoy their zombie mode, it was a bit nostalgic. But if I had no reference point of that, of any of that nostalgia, would I have bought that game? Probably not. Like, I, I'm not particularly thrilled with the game, and I still play Warzone more than I do Black Ops uh, Cold War. So, interesting. Great, you're you're See, releasing that new thing. So I'm I'm kind of initially I thought I'd have a different uh, different opinion talking about this, but honestly, you can take your sixty bucks, your seventy bucks, your eighty bucks shove it up your ass <laughs> like yeah i i, I know, really man. i i agree with like your idea though like you actually buy there's somewhat for some reason whether it's accurate or not like i may have spent more money on the like over the course playing warzone buying stupid shit like wanting to get a rose skin finding out it wasn't actually the rose skin realized oh that was a season five thing and i apparently didn't get up to the level i needed to get it <laughs> <laughs> bummer but spent the money nevertheless and like there's instances like that where, you know, I'm still learning. I'm learning about some of this shit. And uh, I was like, ah, that's kind of disappointing. Like, I, I would I have done that if I paid 60 bucks already, though? I probably would not have. I would have just been like, no, I already gave yeah. you money. Give me that shit. Like, that's a part of yeah. the game. So that's, I'm kind of with yeah. you at this point, honestly. A little bit that's of a transition here. That's what I'm saying. Like, I... So... For for me, like I've I've played less Warzone than I've played like Apex and Rocket League even, um, which wasn't fr- I think Rocket League is free now, but it wasn't free when it first came out. Although I got it on PlayStation Plus, so it was free for me, but it was because I was a PlayStation Plus member. But all of those are perfect examples. I absolutely have spent more than sixty dollars on Warzone since it came out, like for battle passes and other things. I've spent more than sixty dollars on Apex over the the time that I have played it. Um, I've spent more than $60 on Rocket League since the time that I started playing it, even though I got it for free. If I had paid for any of those games outright, I am not like, you're not getting any more of my money. I paid for this game. (laughs) So like I, like I, and maybe that's just a weird psychological thing, but like, I'm like, I paid for the game. Don't ask me for more money. But like, if you're giving me something for free and I'm like, this is a cool game, then I'll support it by like buying dumb skins or whatever. Like it's just people do that. Like overwatch, I I think is a perfect example too. Like people were fucking pissed about overwatch's dumb RNG, like loot box gambling because they charged for overwatch. And then they were like, you like, you can never be guaranteed what you're going to get out of one of these loot boxes. Like you can, you can buy loot boxes, but you're never going to get like the thing you want. It's always just some random item. Um, and people were like, well, what the, like, uh, fucking battlefront did it too. Like people are like, what the hell? Like I paid for this game and now like, I, like, I want to buy additional, I'm trying to give you more money and I want to buy additional content. And you're telling me that I can't get the thing that I want. I just have to like hope that one of these things that I open gives me the thing I want. It's insane. Um, do you think they'll they'll learn though? Like, do you think that they'll be like, like. So I, I do feel like this is a monumental moment in some way. Like the battlefield's going to be kind of like the test that, or the crash test done before it. I don't think they're going to learn because they battle like battlefront. Both battlefront games have been multiplayer only. They charged for both. Um, and battlefield now is charging for their multiplayer only thing. And people keep buying them. And if people buy them, they're going to keep making them. So 100%. it's not like in a way I don't blame the company. I blame, morons that buy these games whoa dude 
Like, stop buying the yeah, game. Dude, Don't you just stop lost it. Half of our fan base. Like, I'm sorry, but you're an idiot if you're like you like and but the same people will buy this game and then complain that like companies are doing this. Don't fucking buy the game. Like, miss out on one game in order to vote with your wallet and say like this model doesn't work anymore. Don't do this. Like, stop being greedy assholes. Choose one. I like I'm I'm tired like like we talk about these companies as if like the companies give a shit. Like we like a peek behind the curtain. We were just talking about like stuff like this right before we started yeah. recording. But like these companies don't care. Like they don't love you. They just like they're gonna do what's gonna make them money. And if they think they're gonna make money off of people that are gonna buy this game, they don't care if people complain after the fact or not. They got your money. And then like if you bought this. If you're the kind of person that buys this game for $60, you're also the kind of person that's going to spend another 50, 60, 70, 80 dollars on season pass bullshit. So they're going to get double the money from you. They know that. So stop buying these games. And then they won't do this anymore. I'm a little triggered by the fact that you had said that they don't care about us, Josh. They don't. Evan, I'm, I'm pretty I'm, sure I'm, I'm really sorry. They gave pride. This is <laughs> that you only they, have to pay $99. Slight <laughs> Oh, down from 100. But that's that's the price of equality apparently, Josh. So, yeah. Listen, Evan, this is our therapy corner of this session, okay? I I have to break it to you, but we have to confront this head on. Okay. They don't love you. And they've Josh, never I loved disagree. you. They they advertise to me. They they do. They certainly do. They do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. To me they only, advertise not to anybody else. Well, to your demographic for sure. White, white males, white mid thirty males. Yes, they definitely mid thirties. Josh, I'm thirty years old. I'm not that old yet. I mean, you know, you know okay. what I'm saying. All right, I got, okay, you're right. All right, I've I've lost Evan now too. I'm just all alone on an island. The only gaming podcast you'll ever need. This has been Evan, your second host. I'll see you later. Taking <laughs> us out. Um, yeah, no, man. I, I don't mean, know. Like, I I get I get angry about this stuff, but. I like I just the, mostly what I get angry about is people like people like me say this bullshit before the game comes out. And then <laughs> people that Dude, buy the game later. people that buy the game say this bullshit after the game comes out, after they've bought it. And then people like me are like, "Well, come Jesus Christ." Like I I don't understand how the irony is missed on so many people. Don't bring Jesus Christ into this, Josh. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jesus. You didn't do anything. Jesus didn't do anything. Hail Mary, full of grace. Jesus died for us. I shouldn't be talking about it this way. Thou art in heaven or something. Something. Jesus. Jesus. I'll tell you what. Jesus would not buy this game. Nah, dude. He's fucking moonwalking on water. Yeah, I'd Jesus doesn't need too. video games. Yeah, he's doing a bunch <laughs> he of other be bullshit. He's getting drunk off of the water to wine, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. I don't know. Any other thoughts? Like I, I, I ranted, but well, I'm kind tired of, of with it. You on I this. hate it. I honestly, like there is a big part of this, like whole aspect of, uh, just honestly, like so much of it comes back to like that first question of like, will people buy it? Yeah. There's probably a certain portion of people that will buy it. Like they're gonna fuck. Like that's the mm-hmm. whole thing right there. It's like, okay, we're going to make money off of this. Let's do it. Let's do mm-hmm. it until it stops working. If they've and then done somebody's it before, gonna go too, back. which I didn't know about, but like if they did it before, yeah. then why wouldn't they do it again? Mm-hmm. And then somebody's like, going to go back to the stockholders meeting and they're going to be like, hey, look, people bought this game. This model works. And the stockholders are going to be like, great, do it again. Oh, a bunch of suits. 
because that's like really that's well. where game design decisions happen is in stockholder meetings. That's where it not... should be, Josh. Not the developers, the people that actually know what they're talking about. You know, Man. not these podcasters talking about glitches and walls and how much they know about developing games. Evan, I feel like we're growing apart. This is this is why we needed this therapy, but I I just don't know if it's working. Is this is this not going to work anymore, Josh? I don't know if it's working out, man. But we're both under contract, so we just got to stick it out. Wait, well, remember? Is it, is it, well, yeah, of course I remember. I can't get out of this yeah. thing. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, Josh. Yeah. Is this the end of the podcast? <laughs> No, I think we'll make it. You sure? I think we'll make it. Okay. <laughs> right, enough summoning Garfunkel. Uh, excellent She's choice, not happy though. about the end of uh, Casual Sweats by now. Yeah, I'm sorry, we, we upset. We upset Pippin. Um, daddy and Daddy and Daddy don't play that most of the time. <laughs> we, we do love each other. It's, we, we promise. It's okay. It's going to be fine. Um all right. Well, you know what? Let's let's move away from the uncomfortable awkwardness of a domestic fight and let's move into a fun topic, Evan. One that we, one that we can one that <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, AIDS is not funny, but no, that no, was funny. Not. Also, I should I should clarify um, just to cover your ass, Evan, and mine. We're not against gay pride, but uh, we both no. think it's we both think it's ridiculous and disingenuous when companies no, put their put their like bullshit profile shoes, pictures up. And it's like buy my shoes because you're gay. Like what? Yeah. Uh, like there's the, more the to same it. companies. It's just a corporation trying to make money, and like it's yeah. That's the frustrating part. It's not the same companies that will actively ignore those <sighs> same minority groups the rest of the year all of a sudden on june 1st you're like everybody's gay so yes obviously we love our we love our fellow humans regardless of any of that but um corporations don't love you and that's bullshit and it's all just the virus of capitalism and it's gonna consume the entire world and we're all gonna die before we ever make it off the planet this is like a turn right now and Daddy, Do I need to play Simon and Garfunkel? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy Musk the, is not going to save us at all. So it's just the end of the podcast, right there. Yeah. Um, and with that, stay sweaty. We're out. Um, <laughs> no, let's. All right, let's have some fun, Evan. So okay. <laughs> in a, in a battle, so I I have I have a few options here. You, like you choose the matchup. All right. I think master so let's 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 set up a a one-on-one battle, a battle for the ages between two video game characters. By the way, we're in you didn't ask, we answer. That's the segment we're in just in case I didn't I got too hung up on the rest god of it. Damn, I forgot. What a segue. Oh my god. Two experts um, right here. We, <laughs> we're professionals. So, in you didn't ask, we answer, we're going to set up an epic battle between two video game characters. And I think one of them, Evan, should be Master Chief since we just got okay. some okay. some additional Halo footage this week. So if uh, Master Chief of Halo fame was going up against, say, a Rainbow Six operator or Captain Price for, from Call of Duty or Peter Quill, a.k.a. Star-Lord, or Snake from Metal Gear or Joel from The Last of Us, 
or um, Deacon St. John from Days Gone um, or any other video game character, who who would you match Master Chief up against, do you think? I'm going with Master Chief. He's got a suit. Like No, we're, t- we're talking mono mono man. It's just... So no suit. He's like, you know, he's no, taking No, he doesn't off. have his futuristic He's gadgets. taking off his glove. He's taking yeah. off the wrist covers. He's taking off the That's elbow right. covers. He's taking off the shoulder covers. He's taking off the torso covers. He's but he leaves the, the shin guards covers. on. Because you need shin guards. That hurts when you kick without a yeah, shin Yeah, but guard. everything else is off. Yeah. No yeah. cups. So, so he's like, you know, about to go into battle, like wearing socks only, basically. Pretty much. It's kind of yeah. weird. It's already throwing yeah. me off. I mean, he's got an advantage already. I think he wins that battle because of that. Just it's kind of like himself. Yeah. It's like you and the missus <laughs> getting ready to go. And you just, you're only wearing socks. Like kind of weird that that may throw me off a bit. And that's that a, it moment. is intimidating. If the fact if a, that if, he feels that comfortable with socks yeah. only. Yeah. If a fit, like a, even a semi fit guy shows up to a fight just wearing socks already. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I want to tangle with this dude. Yeah, seems, no, I definitely don't. Seems dangerous. All right. All right. All right. They so gave him a name master chief for some reason, <laughs> for some reason, like that fits with socks okay, so, only. <laughs> so master chief is wearing socks and let's say like and shin board carts. shorts. <laughs> And shin guards. Oh shit! He's got, got board shorts too. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's yeah let's make it less intimidating. It flies down that now. way. Okay. Yeah, let's let's make it less psychologically damaging. We're, we're going for physical damage here. So okay, so let's say Master Chief versus Joel from The Last of Us. Joel's got a hog. I think he'd be like, "Let's go, socks only." This isn't a sword fight. They're not. Uh, oh, they're shit. not like. Okay. Well, not, we're talking like, like fist fight. Yeah, they're not bad ah. slapping each other. They're not like mushroom stamping. They're my just bad, my bad. They're just yeah. fighting, you know. Wrong battle. This isn't Yeah. This isn't they're not okay. like jello wrestling. Does Rainbow Six Operator have anything to do with the size? Or well, oh, no, we already cleared. You're that hung up on a th- one thing. We got to like you You're using past poor choice one. of words hung up. <laughs> oh my god. We All right, that does it. You're a gaming podcast you'll ever need. <laughs> Honestly, oh, though, man. no, real talk. Uh, I'm giving that to Master Chief. I, I, I don't know. You I don't think? know what Master Chief looks like without the socks and cocks. Without his, without all his accoutrement. <laughs> I, I, I mean, don't you think so? Like, it's, it's kind of the Iron. To me, it's kind of the Iron Man argument. Tony Stark without the Iron Man suit is just—he's just a rich douchebag. Yeah, it's just Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. So, and I mean, everybody loves Robert Downey Jr., but he's going to, he's going to get beat the fuck out of against Joel, you know? Look from, at how much we know about fights. We're going to well, he's going to beat the fuck out of. <laughs> and English, apparently. <laughs> should we start a UFC podcast too? Like we so. got a hockey one in the wings. We got a, a UFC podcast waiting we to go. We were talking about this and E3 seems to progress in that direction where it's just pure advertisements. If anybody does yeah. watch the UFC, it's pure advertisements the entire time. And, and this we were talking about selling out by. last week. Yeah. 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 yeah we'll, right. we'll still take money. We will sell out anybody. Let's do Capital it. One, the only card that fits in your wallet. Come on. We got this. <laughs> this domestic fight brought to you by Capital One. <laughs> uh, so any, anyway, my point is, it's the to me, it's the Iron Man uh, phenomenon. We're like, Iron Man without the suit is just Tony Stark. Don't you think Master Chief without the suit is just a guy? Just Chief? 
now because he's still going to battle like you need to be a military they're not going to just take some joe schmo and put him into warfare i mean that's the suit fair. is to fight aliens like the, he's probably already like a navy seal green beret or any of okay. those all right so that's respect fair. but Joel, joel's been the through other, some shit yes and that is exactly what i would have said is joel's been through some shit he's fighting dirty he doesn't give a fuck like he's out mm-hmm. there to to live that is all he cares about is survival Joel's building bombs out of glass jars, nails, and black powder. Like to me, yeah, that's resilient. That, Joel's that's fucking also, some people up. Yeah, like he's playing dirty. He's like the English in the Revolutionary War. Like, ah, cool. You want to line up right there? Great. I'm gonna hide in the trees and take shots at you, Captain. Wait, wait, wasn't that the Americans? Yeah, yeah, the Americans. Yeah, they were the dirtbags in that whole thing. Yeah, you know, okay. Yeah. There's this whole standard of like you need yeah, to fight the a certain warfare. way. Yeah, exactly. No, they they like that's what. Helped so you, them. at least so that's you what think I learned was... from uh, Mel Gibson's movie. Oh yeah, Braveheart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... No, Braveheart was like the Scottish. Like, <laughs> no, no, definitely not Braveheart. <laughs> uh, honestly, no. <laughs> the title's slipping my mind. So this is definitely going great. Uh, don't Evan, know what it Evan, is. I've made up my mind. It's Braveheart. Okay, you're wrong. This no, you're... is Sparta. <laughs> that was Braveheart, right? No, that was uh, Mary Poppins. Uh, <clears throat> awkward. <laughs> we're, we're way off topic. The Patriot is what you were thinking of. Um, I was just right. making a joke about Braveheart. But anyway, so <laughs> you think you think Joel versus Master Chief, if that if that fight were to go down, Joel's like Joel's being sneaky. He's like sucker punching Master Chief to get like an upper hand. Yeah, he's, he's like, not, hey, he's look, not there's a polar bear. Ah! And then he like just strikes you in the face and you're like, whoa. I thought there was a polar all right, bear. All right, I could see that. I also think Captain I, Price is a bit of a bitch. No harm. Wow. Yeah, I know, I said the B word. I'm sorry. Wow. But how many games are we this in? This is a kid's podcast. Uh, Captain sorry, Price kids. has been in every Modern Warfare game. Price is wrong, Captain. <laughs> Wait, why do you not like Captain Price? I thought every... Every modern warfare player loved Captain Captain Price. Should I put soap in there instead? Not a clue, man. Don't know who soap is. You're asking the wrong person. Oh, good lord! I don't know. McTavish. Who? Oh man. Oh man. Uh, I mean, these are classic modern warfare characters. Yeah, get over it. Uh, don't care, <laughs> Captain Price. Fuck Wait, off. so you're calling Captain Price a bitch, and you don't even know? <laughs> No, nah, I know who Captain Price is. He's in all these games. Okay, but he's okay. always getting tortured and shit. Or like, that's true. You know, he is whatever. always getting captured. Yeah, dude. But that, how about that you tells stop you getting can captured? Take, he could take a beating though. Yeah, maybe he likes it at that point. Yeah, yeah maybe that's maybe he's into it. That's yeah, his thing. That's kind of what I'm thinking because the fact that you've been caught that many times, like, hmm. you know what? Stop. I was I was just watching Scrubs and Doctor Kelso said to Doctor Cox, "You don't continually do something unless you're getting some kind of enjoyment out of it." And Captain Price is always getting captured. So I think he's into Captain it. Captured. It's so close. It's essentially it's basically his name. I that, that's probably why they call him Captain. Has nothing to do with hierarchy. Captured Price. Yeah. Yeah. And Peter Quill, Star Lord. Are we talking about Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes, we are. The 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 very same. But, you know, it, it would have to be Peter Quill without his rocket boots and his laser pistol and his special mask. Socks only. Yeah. yeah, socks only. He doesn't hmm. even have shin guards, so. Does he get to listen to music on his MP3 player? 
We'll give him. You know what? He doesn't have shin guards, so we can give him an MP3 player. Yes. Well, music is a performance enhancing drug, I guess, if you want to call it that or label it that. I don't know. I, I, he might. I think, you know, Peter Quill, he might just, uh, you know, cross over into the Ratchet and Clank world, get shot with a disco ball, moonwalk his way out of that fight there you go. while winning at the same time. Saturday night, his fever his way through the, exactly. through the battle. But in all in all reality, I, I don't know. I, I think Master Chief would still win. I feel like that's somebody that just is wearing the suit to keep up with it. Captain Price, sure, same thing. Military guy doesn't have the suit. If he's given the suit, is he the same as Master Chief? Maybe. But uh, I don't know. Master Chief's seen some alien, otherworldly shit. It's Captain true. Price is only like throwing himself into torture because he enjoys it. It's true. You know, he he's James Bond in that movie where he gets his like balls tapped with whatever that dude is like swinging oh, around. Oh, holy rope. shit! And he, and he dude, seems that to was enjoy the- it. That was the new. That was like the the first like new. That was the first Daniel Craig James Bond movie. Like they came out swinging, no Literally. pun intended. Literally in that yeah. in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Captain Price is like, well, that's the price I need to pay. Call me the Captain Price. <laughs> Swing that he's thing like, against my. <laughs> he's like, wait, wait. I've never been tortured that way before. Sign me up. <laughs> I kind of like this. This is weird. <laughs> Dude, what if? Um, are you a fan of the Dead Space games? Did you ever play any of the Dead Space games? Ah. Uh, familiar with them but no did not play them okay so that's that's another that's a space guy right like that's a futuristic space guy with a suit what if we pit isaac from dead space against master chief because isaac's seen some weird alien shit too well you tell me and then you you could just give them both all their gadgets and guns so isaac has learned to use like tools ship tools mechanics tools as weapons against these aliens he's like he's using plasma cutters to slice aliens heads off and shit and you got master chief with like a a dedicated like blaster rifle so he's familiar with using weapons that are weapons so isaac seems like a crossover between joel yeah he's kind of the joel of space oh bro give it to isaac then yeah joel seems like the common like joel honestly seems like he'd fuck up all of these people if if he's in this list which i know we kind of threw him in there Joel just is allowed to win. He doesn't yeah. care. And he's got that nice, crispy voice. Good for you, Joel. Man. You got that voice for the radio as well as murdering people. Love me some Troy Baker. Hey. Yeah, man. I, th- I think I think we gotta give it to I think we gotta give it to essentially anyone except Master Chief, it sounds like. <laughs> no, well, if Captain it's Joel Price, or Isaac. Price. Uh any yeah, anybody but Captain Price, but it's just because he would lose on purpose because he likes getting hurt. He's sick of it. Um you sicko. Being tortured again. Wow. Evan, this every single one of turn. our podcasts, I know, it gets the weirdest right at the end. It's like we hold all of it till the end and then only but last episode we didn't really hold it to the end. We didn't hold it till the end It's the whole thing's just weird. Yeah. Well, if this is what you're into, like and subscribe. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, if you guys like what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is that we're doing i say that every week but i sometimes we still don't know really so we're figuring you guys like out. it though join us for the journey yeah if you like it keep coming back uh because we're gonna keep doing it it's we're just like ea evan if people keep listening we're gonna keep doing it and if people Do keep buying people those goddamn stupid the- games <laughs> they're gonna keep making them so, yeah, our question uh, is just: Do you think people will pay our Patreon rather than pay for <laughs> like multiplayer games? That's, that's basically just insert our name in that. There you go. We're the same thing. We we should say we we're we're we've been talking about a Patreon. We we're not launching it anytime soon, and we haven't launched it yet. But we've been talking about it. Imagine imagine this podcast, but with all the stuff that we cut out of this podcast 
to put out because we do cut stuff out every week. So imagine this, but more like imagine all the things you didn't hear this week is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And that would be in Patreon. This is basically the (laughs) non-explosive version of uh, our podcast. Right. Welcome. So imagine what the explosive version is. Um, it's just us yelling "fuck" the whole time, just over and over again for we basically three hours. It's like Verizon paying just for five G forty minutes over again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's Verizon's five G uh, session. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> and that's a preview. And so subscribe, and then you'll get more of that. Um, subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here because uh, it's getting super weird. So, if you seriously, if you like what we're doing, um, subscribe to the podcast, share the pod, trick a friend into listening to the podcast, um, and then tell us about how that went. And uh, send us questions and emails and talk to us. You could ask us literally anything; it doesn't even have to be video game from? related. You could ask, yeah, you could ask us where babies come from, and we'll tell you we don't know because we don't have any, and women <laughs> don't really want too much to do with us. We got women to marry us somehow. Evan's going to be married in October, and Cecilia's put up with me this long, but I don't really know how. And don't tell Delaney yet; she doesn't know which is <sighs> to. So. Yeah, but you can ask us anything. So email us at casualsweatspod at gmail.com uh, or hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash casualsweatspod. Um, and I put out posts on Facebook and Instagram to ask people to ask us questions. Uh, and so watch for those too if you just want to go that route. And yeah, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because apparently that helps, I guess. People say that, so I'll believe them. People smarter than me, so... Leave a leave a review, but only if it's a five star review because I don't think bad reviews are going to help. Probably and not. yeah, I I mean I'm not the smartest guy, but I would assume a one star review is not great for us. So yeah, don't do that. But a five star review would be great. So do all that stuff. And Evan, as always, until next week, stay, stay sweaty. sweaty.